Yes, yes. Welcome back. It's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the great cinema draft game with the people's choice. That's right. We are back once again with the tripod. He's a graduate yeah. of Stanford University, our chocolate cardinal. You're a working black writer, newly staffed on the Dynasty reboot on the CW this fall. It's Kevin Garnett. Thank you. Thank you. Please, no applause. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Once again, he's the faceless wonder, a so-called educator, father of three, my <laughs> old writing partner, and the cultural misanthrope, TM. It's G-Nice. What's going on, G-Nice? <laughs> oh, and look Man. who turned up. She might have technical difficulties tonight. She's visiting from Los Angeles, California. She is the owner of the small business, but booming on the scene out here for a conference in Las Vegas. It's your guided business plan CEO and founder. It's May Ray, Melanie Robinson. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Melanie Ray. Wow, just give away everything. <laughs> Hit them with the government name. <laughs> Say hello to the people, Melanie. What's up? Hello. That's right, AK Please. Mel Robinson. So everyone, everyone tends to know how how you know we how the tripod knows and I know each other. But how do you know me, Mel? Ah, I'm gonna mess up all night. You're a Melanie Ray to everyone, but you are gonna be Mel Rob for the rest of the show because that's what I call you. So, how do you know me, Mel Rob? It is going on almost 20 years since I've known you, and yeah. I think it was just a friend of a friend way back in your San Diego days. That's right. And let's be let's be honest. She curved me. I got toy curved, but it's cool because wow. we're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out for the best. And every time she comes through to Vegas, you know, we hang out, we get work done. She likes to go outside and walk and and shit and get stuff done. But yeah, it's great. It's what, my girl, Mel Rob, in the house. Tonight's drinking game will be the word horrible because there are going to be some really horrible films going down tonight. <clears throat> G-Nice. That's right. Well, that's, this is a great idea. Whatever. So, quad pod. It's a quad pod. It's a quad, quad pod. pod. Yeah, the first quad pod. Damn straight. Right. That's a quad pod. All right. So, yeah. So, first Not thing. Not a real word. Yeah, yeah. You know we make up stuff here. You know, we, you know the the cultural cul-de-sacs and and other stuff. So yeah, you know that, that's how we do. So, to one of my favorite uh, segments, what I'm watching. Whoa, watch out for the bird. Orphan Black. It is back. Welcome, Sistras. Anyone else here watch Orphan Black? Am I the only one? I I watched uh, the first season. I think it was, or maybe a season and a half, and then just. It got lost in the sauce. It was couldn't Tapped keep it. Too, too much we should have a drinking game. The drinking game should be changed. If every time Kevin says a cliche, we should have people drink. <laughs> so are you gonna be our cliche counter, G nine? I will. Awesome. I'm on it. I need a buzzer. <laughs> That's a horrible right, idea. <laughs> Mel Rob's got her drink. We got. I got my drink. You know, everyone's got their drink. The, the your grape soda, your red soda, your red pop. <laughs> ish, ish, ish. Who knows what that is? But what did What did Ed tell you was gonna happen tonight? That's for you, to Mel, Mel Rob. Rob. Yeah, yeah, Mel Rob. What did what did uh, what did Ed say was going to happen? He said we were going to talk about the worst movies ever, and I came up with the um, the two Skyline. Well, you can't say no, that. you're jumping the gun. <laughs> no, 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 we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Keeping your pants. We're not there yet. All right. <laughs> but no, I, I, I like that you're ready. I like that you're ready. It's, it's you just like tell me what. Tell me, bam. I think she's doing research on the fly. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> if you stay That's ready. Good, Thank you. Exactly. Can we also take a moment to give some love for Prodigy? 
Yes, please. R.I.P. Prodigy was trending. I guess he. So what did he die of? I didn't. I wasn't following. I think, I'm assuming uh, it's sickle cell complications, right, or something like that. Something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yes. Well, pour a little out. I'm not going to do it because this is a highly electrified office. But yes, pour a little out for Prodigy. But yeah. So yeah. So Orphan Black. I'm excited. The Endgame is in sight. The Seastras are all battling the evil neolutionists. Basically, it's a, a, a cult of uh, genetic engineering that's gone through the centuries. And now we're going to actually find. We're actually going to meet the originator, PT Westmoreland or whatever. This guy who's 175 years old. He's just been bioengineering shit to stay alive forever. It's really kind of interesting. Uh, so mm-hmm. RKG, since you're the only one on the Quad Pod who's actually yeah. seen um, uh, a season of Orphan Black. Uh, who's your favorite Seastra? Oh, geez. I think there were only maybe four Okay. when I started out. Uh, I mean, I, I, I like sort of the original, the one that you're introduced to as the, as the real person. Yeah, the British accent. In those, in those first, at least when I saw it, you're seeing things through her eyes, and so all of these re- revelations of the suburban one. And the other, you know, like, I was still sort of in her shoes going through all the discoveries, so she was, I guess, my favorite. Yeah, and she got, she got a cool accent. You know, we support accents in, uh, at Cinema Draft. And, yeah, uh, well. Oh, and there was Melanie. Oh, she no. might come back. We lost Melanie. She might come back. We She's have like, no, we do not support accents. She was fed up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, I, I I love um, I do have love for Allison because the whole like you know stuck up uptight you know whatever suburbanite is mm-hmm. cool but you gotta love Helena because she's just so feral and raw and just, uh-huh. like, out there, the wild hair and stuff and and Tatiana Maslany who plays all at this point I think there's like amazing. seven different clones yeah it's just flat amazing. out amazing how does she not win the Emmy every week it's beyond me I oh, know it's amazing yeah um, all right so something I'm not exactly watching it's more like I'm listening to. It's binge mode. All 60 episodes of Game of Thrones reviewed, wow. explored in depth. Oh, it man. is something to behold. And we really? all have watched Game of Thrones. We're all cut up, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Winter is coming. Winter is here. A yeah. Get a jacket. Yeah, get a jacket. Get a fleece. Man. Get get one of those, uh, what was it? The, um, what's the, uh, 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 Sansa and her big, oh. like, furry, you know, like those those big mm-hmm. pelts and stuff. Get, get you yes. a pelt. I thought you were gonna say a North Face jacket. <laughs> no, I'm gonna see how we do REI, baby. I'm gonna see how we do REI. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, we're just coming. So binge mode is is excellent, and, and basically, I'm not sure if you heard of this podcast. G nice, have you heard of binge mode? No. Are you down with the binge mode? <laughs> All right. Are you down? You're down with Game of Thrones, though, right? Like you're kind yeah, of. Yeah, I like Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, this this thing takes the high art because so they basically take te- you know each season ten episodes mm-hmm. from each season and they and they have gone they rewatch each episode and they do like you know uh, an in depth exploration of thirty five fifty minutes each and they dump ten episodes at a time so a season at a time every Monday until the season seven premiere on July sixteenth right. and it's I mean and you you want to binge it like I was. Uh, Listen to shit. We went to DC a couple weeks ago, and it's and, and Jason Concepcion and Mally Rubin of the Ringer, and it's so funny because Jason always is these so he's, he does these fake accents. His Joffrey is amazing. He's like he's like he's like uh, cut out her head. Oh, this is the finest Costco in all seven kingdoms. It's so. It's so wait, wait, is that a Gollum impression? It no. sounds like it, right? But it's so. But the way he does it, it's really fun. I I enjoy it. Binge mode. Check it out. It's a it's a podcast. Um by the ringer uh and and uh and you just gotta you just gotta love like they're and you, they go in depth and not just the actual episode but they bring in source material from the book so you get a lot more 
nice. know, texture and background. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Just, now, just have, listen, have you listen, read the books? Have you nah, read fuck the books. books. Fuck the books. Nah, I don't get time for all that. <laughs> reading, hey, we're, we're, like, reading like words, whatever. No, too much time. Uh, yeah, okay. but no. But I mean, I respect you. I'm some writer. I'm an author. I, all stuff. I, I have you. not read the books either. I'm just asking if the extra book information somehow either gave you spoilers or gave them hints or you know. No, it actually. No, having watched now the whole series, what roughly three times usually for female inf from female influence. Uh, it really yeah. does actually enhance what you've already seen. It gives a lot of extra depth and layers. If you're, I mean, it's the second best show of all time, in my opinion. And so it really does help getting that background information. Bold statement, but, but a very, very bold statement. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I don't have, we don't have time for me to argue. Yeah, we, that's a different podcast. No, what were you gonna say, G-Nice? I was saying that was a bold statement. I agree. That's are you on drugs tonight? Right? Where are you? Come back. Where's the? <laughs> Where'd you go? He's, he's morning uh, prodigy. It's, it's a uh, solemn. I am morning prodigy. Occasion. I am morning prodigy. They were playing a lot of him on the radio today. Oh man, were they? And, oh well, power went or not power. Uh, Ninety-two point five. Oh the, yes. the quips, the insults. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm like, I got my armor. I got, I got my, my, my North Face. Yeah, I don't know. About, I don't know your podcast. I, I have a time for the podcast. All right, we'll get there. I guess we'll get there. And then the other thing I'm watching, you know, of the of the three things I do each week for what I'm watching is Million Dollar Listing New York. Ryan and Frederick <laughs> are back. That's right. That's <laughs> like wow. I love Frederick. He's a he's a crazy man. No, have you ever seen that show? Or even even in the promos, you know that uh, the I tall know. Swedish dude. He just does his little high kick when he gets a stale. Is it that, that that's in New York? You said I, yeah, I, million dollar listing New York. I don't watch any of the other million dollar listings. I don't do LA. I don't do San Francisco. I just watch million dollar listing New York. I love I think it. I've seen it once. I think I've seen it once. Yeah, because it's real estate porn. I mean, I was I've always been curious about New York's real estate market and how they can like get so much into so little, and it's <laughs> fascinating. It really is. I enjoy it. The deals, the commissions. I mean, he has like he's got a fourteen million dollar commission. I think. Off of a four hundred million dollar build up. What? what the? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck, right? Three percent of four hundred million is like twelve or fourteen million or something. It's just crazy. So yeah, it's going down. Nice. Interesting. Hmm. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. Wow. Uh, okay, so fellas, what 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 things are you watching? What three things y'all watching? G nice. Um, no, you want to go first. You have the floor. Uh, awesome. So what here? Okay. So is there, do you have like a drum roll? Do you have like a sound effect? I need some sound effects for this. Oh boy. Because, because I'm, this is going to be the first, you ready for this? <laughs> yes. This is going to be the first time in Cinema Draft history. I'm going to give you a little bit of love here. Oh. So drum roll, please. Uh, I am watching. That's close I got. <laughs> okay. Works for me. Uh, the wife and I wa binge watched uh, The Handmaiden. Yes. So I want to see that. Yes. It, I so hear the, nothing the, 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 hand, the title is Handmaid's The Handmaid's Tale. That's no, I think the title's bad. But the rest of the the rest of, like it's it's really good. It's really yeah. really good. It's totally interesting. It got a little lost along the way. There were like strange plot holes, and I didn't like the uh, season finale. No, I didn't like it either. I don't think anyone liked the season finale. Like, I just we... got lazy. It was weird. And How many episodes? Ten. Ten. There's a and there's a ton of close-ups on her face. It was really strange angle, but I I thought it was clever and it was interesting and it was different and it was cool and it was like 
all these subplots. I don't know. The first four or five episodes were really, 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 really good. And then it started changing. Scary, right? Because you can imagine that shit happening like under an extended Trump regime or something. That's right? what I, I keep mean, hearing. No, yeah. that well, that I, that that part I don't agree. With. I, I feel like, well, because I think it's absurd. I mean, it's absurd, right? No, 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 no. You say it's absurd, but right now we've got like you know thirteen old white men deciding healthcare for entire right, behind a closed door. But I also feel like yeah. some of the characterization in the in the in the show mm. doesn't really justify what's happening. You, like but they, they as, you, as you, have you, so have you finished watching it? Have you yeah, seen yeah, all, yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. You said you saw it for now. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. But I feel like there's a bunch of like huge holes that stop, that make it hard to make sense. It's still really, really interesting. She does a very good job. All the characters are like nicely done. Um, I do think, I don't know, all her people are black. Okay. Whatever. But you know, it's, it's <laughs> Really what, what? I mean, I mean, we're in this blended, you know, reality. Oh, you know. Okay, so here's the thing: it I could be, it could just be that I'm just jaded, right? It's that's possible. Uh, possible. But, but all your people are black. I mean, what, what do you know? But I'm saying, like, at least in these shows, when the best friend is black, yeah, it's kind of a yeah. But she, but she's married to a black dude, though. So I remember, I mean, but on some level, you can't tell me you can't you just imagine there's a room where they're like, you know, it'd be really cool here if we made him uh, black. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, like I. I it's possible this was organic, but part of me feels like this was a no. Anyway, that aside, <laughs> it's really, really good. It's really interesting. We were like sad that it was over. I did uh, not like the season finale. Yeah, I didn't like it either. There were a bunch of holes. There were a bunch of holes that made it stop making sense. But for the first four episodes, I thought it was really, really cool. It was one of the first things I've seen in a while where it was like exciting. Okay. All right. Fair. Two, I still, I just want to point this out. I still have not finished. Iron Fist. I, I can't. I, don't, I haven't either. I'm stuck on so, episode 10. It's so it's bad. So bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, what the heck? It's so surprisingly bad. And I keep thinking, like, yo, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to support the comics. Let's just, but I can't. Like, I keep motivating myself. And it's the last thing. I don't want it. He's horrible. See, and it's like, going to come down to, like, the week before the Defenders. I'm just going to have to push through. Like, that's all. I can't. I've gotten to 11. And I'm just like, this is like background sound. And I still, I can't force myself to do it. I, it's like I can't think of another movie that another show that's so horrendous that I'm forcing myself to watch. You don't have Terrible. to watch this. You I do. Have I, have to. To. I have to. I cannot. I, we're we're, we're completionists, KG. You have you understand? We're completionists. We have to see this through because the Defenders is coming out in in August. I don't to. care about the Defenders. I I I have to finish this, I, but I hate it. It's so horrendous. The hate it, watch. The I, Netflix hate watch. Yeah, yeah it's, it's totally the it ultimate is. nut low of of hate watching. It's totally what it is. Pay. Have you? Yeah. Guys, either one of you guys started um, uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. Um, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know I crushed that the first forty eight hours. Yeah. Did you finish that? Already? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't started yet. I want to start it, but I did not like the way it ended last season. In fact, it's, I will go as far as to say I only really like season one. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that complaint before. I, I think it's a bit unfair. I like. I love season one, of course. Uh, season two was all right. I thought season four was really solid. Season five was okay. This was this last one, and then yeah, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. No, season three I really liked. Season four is okay, and this last one was up was up and down. I liked it, you know, pretty pretty good, pretty well. The, the, my but, favorite, but this next season, season six, it's set up. Beautifully, like season six is a season I really want to see. Let's put it that way. The best part is Doug. Doug's the best character. Doug Stamper. Oh my god, what a homicidal maniac! Yeah, he's awesome. He's the best part. He's super shady. Every every scene is like him beating himself. It's awesome. Yeah. You don't have seven. What's that? Oh, I'm rolling. Damn. No, I've I've only seen season one, so I don't know 
all the details. See, the I'm truth so is, you're fine. You should stop now. You <laughs> I have no intention of. No, no, you have to at least see catching up too, because some shit goes down, especially early on. You're like, okay, this, this show's out of control. And I love but it. you didn't watch Mad Men either, right? No, I, I watched Mad Men. I love Mad Men. Why do you make that face? Like, that's totally something you would watch. No, it's, it's something that I did watch in real time. So, I don't know. Yeah, so take that. Take that. Take yeah. You have not heard my feelings. So, I'm watching that. I'm not watching. I'm, I'm trying to motivate myself to watch um, Iron Fist. And All right, so what's your third one? My third one was I was watching. Um, I'm trying to get through the, uh, the leftovers. Oh mm. my god! No, no, give up! No, I no, I can't. I can't. I have three how, more how to go. How far are you? How far are you? I have three more to go. In the in the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I and guess I, it's okay because I heard because you know that uh, Andy Greenwald from the Watch Podcast, whatever, like he was really on record and saying how much he hated, like absolutely hated the um the the first season. But then you know Damon was Damon Lindelof came on his show. Did a Mia Copa. I was like, all right, we're going to do it just to spite all the haters and stuff. And then I heard the second season was like really good, but I'm out. I was so, yeah, it's so it's dire. Fun. The first season it's was fun. the only one that's decent. It's just, it's self grandizing. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like somebody really, really enjoyed writing this and it, I don't get it. I'm just like, eh, I kind of hate you now. But I heard or, the third season is like, is like outstanding, but I, I don't care. I'm not going to watch the second season. Get it's good acting. The it. it, story is just silly. Yeah. It's the end of the world. <laughs> okay. No, um, all right, cool. so that's cool. <laughs> so I mean, I, look, I thought the high concept was great. I just thought the execution of the first season was just dreadful, and I started hating myself for watching it. I stuck it through the first season. I can't do it. All yeah, right, so what are you watching, KG? What, what what three things? You I uh, I watched that. We watched that Brad Pitt movie on Netflix. The War Machine. War yes. Machine. Yes. No. No. Like a, like a, no. Oh, come on, you're a smart Horrible. dude. That's satire. It it's was not, not like funny. laugh out loud funny. It's satire. What are you talking about? For it real? was boring. It was all the voiceover killed me. I just not a fan. And it seemed like Brad Pitt was doing a George Clooney impersonation. I don't even know you anymore, bro. I don't even know you anymore. Listen, it doesn't look good. It wasn't. No, Gina. No, actually, Gina, you'll be our you're, you're our litmus test. I honestly think someone like you, especially, you'll dig it because it's, it's satire. It's not like <laughs> no. Yeah, you're, 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 sure. no here's your homework <laughs> assignment. Between now and the next, in the next uh, tripod, watch War Machine. I, I promise you, I, you're, you're the deciding vote on this. You, I mean, you have to cast a vote. I think it was great. He thinks it was bad. You, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to watch it, but it looks bad. But we'll see. No, it's. I'm telling you, it's, it's smart. It gets, especially if you think, if you keep in mind too that it's based off of like that actual, you know, uh, that actual Rolling Stone article, which cost Stanley McChrystal's job. I mean, it's it's really compelling. All the more after that, yeah. You, mm, you yeah well, mm, don't. Otherwise, I'm watching. <laughs> I also watched. Uh, what was it called? It's the HBO movie documentary. If you're not, uh, if you're not in the obit, read uh, eat breakfast. Oh God! Okay, so what compelled you to watch that? Yeah, I mean, no well, offense, mom, and anyone who's older listening, but yeah, why? But it's all—it's all about uh, you know, it's all about vitality and aging. But it's also mainly old comedians like Mel Brooks and uh, Norman Lear and Carl Reiner. Mel Brooks is all funny. these guys talking about growing old. Um, what's the guy's name? Fiveish Finkel was in it. Like a lot of funny old people talking about the keys to long life and uh i just randomly recorded it and very enjoyable threw it on sunday afternoon <laughs> very enjoyable just like an old yeah, person yeah. would do just watch it on a sunday exactly. you, know, you know 
Get to bed by with, 5 p.m. Yeah, with the with the blue plate special and a copy, a physical copy of the New York Times. Outstanding. A physical, yes. <laughs> Doing the crossword puzzle. Uh, and then I think I've already mentioned both of these before. Since I don't have a third one, I will yeah. say Dear White People and Masters of None, which I think I've mentioned before. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, so you completed both those, though, right? Completed both the seasons. Masters of None, loved, thought it was great. Yeah. On par, I mean, on par with the first season. There were a couple of episodes in there that were, I don't know if you watched it, Ed, but there were a couple of episodes in there that were a little... A little hit or miss, but... A little bit tricky, like the... Uh, <laughs> The one where they did all the other random characters. No, I no that one I really liked because I like the the fact because it's almost like Atlanta style where you know yeah. each episode could be something a little different and we're gonna see mm-hmm. him like at the very beginning and not see him for like the rest of the episode. But I liked it because and, I, and we and actually I talked about this on the podcast. I'm not sure if it was with mm-hmm. you guys or not, but I love the whole the whole subplot because they're they're like handoffs or visual handoffs. Yeah. These characters brush by each other, then you follow their new story. Brush by, you follow their new story. And the one I liked the most was the was the the sister, the the, the black girl who was deaf but wanted uh, her her boyfriend to eat her out more. That was a, that, that was <laughs> funny. Listen, there were there was a there was a lot of good in that episode. Yeah. My friend uh, Frank Hart played the doorman in the first uh, little vignette. Oh, oh yeah, there. the one who gets all that shit from the yeah, rich yeah. people. Yeah, rich guy. Yeah. It was it, it just sort of broke form so much that I was. Invested in seeing them. If I had seen that sort of in a non bingey situation, I probably would have liked it more. But overall, of the series, the Thanksgiving episode, the yeah. Wraith co wrote, mm-hmm. excellent. All the all the hype that's around it is well deserved, and it definitely lived up to expectations. Uh, do you have hate to to spew, G Nice? Or I don't watch it, but. Okay. You would actually really dig it though, because it's so kind of you know. Lana watches it in the background, so I've heard a couple. Like I heard the episode where he's not—he didn't tell his dad mm-hmm. about he that. loves his girlfriend or something. That's his real dad. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that, yeah, it is his real dad. Yeah, his real that parents. Like, yeah. That sounds like season one. No, no, they're they're back in season two. That's them. That's no, no. I mean the, the the episode where he doesn't tell his dad about the girlfriend. Oh, the white girlfriend. Yeah, that. that sounds There's a, it's a scene where he's like. It's a voiceover, and he's asking himself, should she stay with this person, or should he go with somebody else? And she's having the same conversation, and they, they basically get to the point where they're like, well, I've got no better idea, so let's just... Oh, there. no, no, that's that's second season, because that's the Italian girl, and, and she's... Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that she... Man, it's funny. It seems funny. Like, like I told you guys, when you asked about this before, I really, really liked him in Parks and Rec, and I thought he was hilarious. And he's, yeah, he's no. different. He's obviously more calm in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a definitely would... more subdued version, but he's he has this little whimsical quality about him, like just very enjoys life. His character on the Masters of Night. it just it Masters. feels this this feels very like next generation Seinfeldy curb enthusiasm. Absolutely, hundred well, percent. It, it's more like a it's more shows annoyed me. It's a dramedy with more of the of the Eddie than the the drama, but I I feel like it's. If he if he had this as an hour long, I couldn't watch it. It was like shameless. I couldn't watch it because it's just too Why much of him. I like his. I like him in it has a half hour, you know, dramatic lead, whatever dramedy ish lead. No, no, you said it right. What's that? Dramatic? I mean, do we make a dramedic, whatever. Yeah, dramatic? he's fine. He's 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 fine as as a half hour drama comedy type lead. But as an hour, I probably wouldn't because he is he's whimsical. But it's like. You kind of take him seriously, but you don't. But he—it's right. right enough, and it's—it's it's perfect as a half-hour 
drama comedy, I think. And, and for Ed, with him as the lead, absolutely, yeah. But yeah. to see him as like a whole movie or something, I don't know if I could do that. You know, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm, yeah. I, I like him though. He's a, he's a talented performer, writer, and the director too. He directed like I think the first two episodes, so the yeah the Italy one. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, shit. You know, we, we got it through. Or is, is there more? That anyone want no, to no, call the sacker? I, I I saw Get Out. Did you guys see Get Out? <laughs> all right, clear out the lane. Hold give on. Him, give him room to work. Give G nice room to work. Let's get the G nice review. I gotta hear. I gotta all, hear this. I, gotta I have this. not seen Get Out, so I'm going because oh, I have a one and a half year old. I'm gonna take off my earphones. Say what you will. Wait a minute. Did you just did you just explain to the world that you can't stay up to see Get Out because you have one year one and a half year old? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it on pay per view this week. Uh, you can take your earphones out. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Take them out. We're yeah. we'll, 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 t- we'll type and let you know when it's okay. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was interesting. Um, uh, I liked it. It was fun. Uh, what did you think? Oh, wait, I, wait, 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 I cleared up the lane for you. And this is what you I know. I love it. I you ever half court and just pass the ball off? I would say you say I love it. I didn't love it. I liked it. I thought it was smart. I thought it was funny. That was entertaining. Um, it was entertaining. It was like, uh, okay. I think it's really interesting that he directed it. Yeah, because he's got like all these layers that you never would have thought this this sketch comedy dude had, kind of right. It's 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 yeah, a bit of a Disney, like, sorry effect, but I mean, yeah. But I like his vision though. He's gonna do like a whole thing of social thrillers. So he's and he's already like working on the next one. So I'm I'm intrigued to see where else he wants to go. Because he said because he said that the real villain in this movie is racism. I mean, a little esoteric kind of concept, but I I get it. And and I guess what really resonates with people is that he did it in a way that pretty much everyone can relate to, even white people who don't have the experience of being in the sunken place per se. They could see the pain that they put their black friends in when they do stupid shit like, oh, I would have voted for Obama twice, or oh, I'm so liberal, but I'm not yeah, racist, yeah. but I'm an idiot. You know, that's yeah, they, that's, that's really smart. Yeah, really smart. That's really smart. Yeah. All that, like, I didn't like the whole, whatever. It just, I didn't like the whole, sci- the random, like, sci-fi note of, like, you stuck inside that person's. I guess you had to have that so they could say the, they could have those moments of being like, "Run, get out of here." Um, well, I mean, you're not going to see it a second time, but when you see it upon a second time, it really is. I mean, it's really it like, how, yes, I've, I might have seen it. Have I seen it three times? I might have seen it three times. I had to take. I I took a date and I saw it once, and I saw. I might have seen it three times. It's. I I enjoyed it because when you see it another time, like you see how they. they oh, my grandpa was a track sprinter, and so when you you know do you know it, it makes sense upon a second viewing. Like it seems random at first, but everything was really carefully laid out. So I, I appreciate the the craft the craft work. Yeah, no, it was cool. It, like I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. It was entertaining. It was smart. It was like thoughtfully done. Um. Yeah, I, I don't need to see it again, but it was good. It was like I remember someone telling me about it and me being like, "What is this?" And then I saw it. And it like, I the most exciting, the most interesting part to me is that he did it. But okay, it was cool. Like, uh, he goes, uh, why? Why are you doing black people? Uh, I don't know. It's just a flavor of the month. I don't know. It was just. Uh, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was interesting. All right. So we're gonna we're we're, we're tagging Kevin back in. All right. There we I go. Like, I like that you got in your phone, your weapon of Blackberry on the phone. <laughs> hey, you got to change yourself, right? All right, so now to the, to the main segment. It's the top three good, bad movies. You know the rules. Okay, can, you, can you do a definition of what a good, bad movie is? Please. Okay, so good, bad movie should be 
a movie that's clearly horrible. It doesn't make any sense. It is just ridiculous, but you can't help watching it over and over again. Mm, wow. Okay, now I got to change my list. But all right, that that's because right, it's the kind uh, of thing. If it shows up on HBO, you sit down and watch it, even though you know it's horrendously bad. Even though you know it's crap, right? <laughs> but you can't Damn, help it. Get, I wish I could get into my uh, my DVR. I'd see a lot of the joints in there. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fine. Is that not what your definition was? What was your definition? Well, I was just gonna be like a movie that's like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 quite, it's known that's kind of bad, but it's got some replayability. I didn't, I mean, it, it's fine. Your your definition is fine. Mine might still be able to last. It's fine. I'll I'll, I'll roll with it. It's fine. Because uh, actually, yeah, we'll just roll with it. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And actually, I meant that's... to mention also as a cheat sheet. I'm sure one of you guys already found this. Uh, the Ringer came out like today, ironically, with their top fifty. You know, good bad movies. So. Oh really? Wow. Really? Yes. I did not find that. Hmm. So go do your quick googling, G nice, especially since you're off camera. We can't hold you accountable. We you know we know how you roll. We know how you roll. I, I um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're gonna name a good bad movie each. We alternate. It's called picks. good bad what? movie. Yes, top three good bad movies. That's what the that's what the Google Hangout said. Do you not read things I that I send over to you? Of course not. I guess not. no, no. But you knew that already. <laughs> but yeah, so and when someone picks a movie, that movie's out of play. So there is a, a slight element of game theory. So you know, top load your picks if you feel like they will be taken off the board. All right, so ladies first. G nice, you're up. I'm last. You're a lady. Go. <laughs> I'm last. Kevin, go. <laughs> I'll go first because I I want to get this one off the board. This is wait. First, we have to take the one that no one can use because it's the ultimate one. No one can use Armageddon. That is absolutely at the top of the list. Oh, no, that's a, that's a good movie. I that's not a bad movie. That makes no sense. sense. They're going to drill into the middle of a hole and stop the world from falling apart. That's there's ridiculous. fire in space. That's and, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> it's just absurd. And then these guys are all strung out and sad, and they're all overworked. So we have to go to a strip club. It's absurd. <laughs> it's totally absurd. And I will watch it over and over again. He saves the day, and there's... It's just such a bad movie, but it's so awesome. That, that's not a bad movie. That movie nearly brought me to tears. I love that movie. That's, <laughs> Man, that's ridiculous. It is a oh, quality. Was that your first one? Who, me? No. <laughs> that they said I stole from you. <laughs> not even close. The first one, which, we, which, will, which is the best good bad movie of all time, okay. is directed by Hype Williams. Oh my oh god. god! Oh, that let's just yeah. end this right now. That is the that's the definition. I would give you that. That is a oh my lord! Dude. I'm sorry. Let, 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 let you get the words out your mouth. I'm sorry, but yeah, you, feel like, you shut it down. That one. Right turn on the, the highlights in the background Ooh. as you say it. Woo! That yeah, is, let me, let me let's switch. Oh wow, that's that's a terrible fucking movie. Okay, yes, go. The for name it. of the movie is Belly. Oh, by Hype Williams. I remember in particular there was one scene where they're driving in the car, and for all of you movie people out there, there's like eight different setups with just a scene of them driving. So it probably took like a day and a half to shoot a scene. How bad is this movie? We can't even get any stills from the actual movie. It's, it's all cover art. That's how bad remember, this movie is. All I remember this, about that movie is just it's the it's. I just remember fluorescent lights the whole time. Yeah, it yes. looks beautiful. Like. If you, I always say there needs to be someone, you know how if you play Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and uh, Wizard of Oz at the same time, it syncs up and it like tells a different story. Yeah, someone no. needs to find the album to sync up with Belly to make it actually watchable. I think, oh, look at this damn movie. 
movie. It made ten million, not even ten million. It's a, it's it, the, the thing is when it comes on, like you say, you have to watch it because it's. So no, you don't. Yeah, I about to say that, that part I, I cut left on you, but <laughs> I, you have to watch at least a scene because it's so visually compelling. But I'm saying, oh, find the right music to play. It's essentially it looks like a music video. It's beautifully shot. Oh, it is. It's it a makes our music video. It makes no sense whatsoever. Who was who 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 was it directed by? Uh, Hype Williams. Hype Williams. Yes. Williams. Did he ever direct a movie of consequence again? No, he did no. not. I don't think he ever. Fucking terrible movie. He was attached to a bunch of things, but he never, never made one. Look at that! All music videos. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! All music videos. PM Don, Missy R. Kelly, Belly, and then Scrub. He never. He, you know that whole saying, "You'll never work in this town again." He never. <laughs> Worked in this town again. He went back to the East Coast with all of them. I mean, look, and he was—he's still a phenomenal music video director. But goddamn, do not give him a script in this story because that <laughs> movie was so bad. Let me tell you how bad this movie was. I saw it opening weekend, like you know that sliver of Black America who was age appropriate for this movie. And my mm-hmm. God, it was so bad. Like when I get to the part where you no, know, it's iconic. There are scenes like when when um what, what's the dude's name? The uh the the guy who from Men's Society is like eating the banana with the yeah yeah. yeah. Trust me, I've only seen this movie like maybe twice in my life. I can't do more than twice, but it's so bad that when Nas all of a sudden, like in like a late second act turn, is like, I want to go to Africa. Yeah, exactly. Why, yeah. motherfucker? Why you want to go to Africa? It just it makes no sense. Sure. That is an excellent movie. We will never top this. We'll never right, top yeah, this. That was good. That was it. Excellent. That's excellent. All right, I'm signing off. Good job, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, G Nice, go for it. I'm going last. Oh my lord! All right, fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep blue sea because I mean, there's a shark that jumps out of nowhere and eats Samuel L. Jackson halfway through. I mean, you're kind of like oh, that's a great speech. That is a great speech, though. That moment is hilariously <laughs> awesome. That's so unexpected, and it's such a B movie up to that point, anyways. But that one scene with the shark. Makes it, I mean, I will just actually try to find this movie. Just watch the shark scene in the speech and everything. Dude, that's speech is bad. Out of nowhere. Right, right, right. That's awesome. That is totally a great scene. That's so horrible. <laughs> it makes no sense, but it's totally. Yeah, I will watch just to watch that scene over and over again. Yes, absolutely. Oh, they got storyboards. Oh, even better. <laughs> have you not seen storyboards? Kevin, have you seen this movie? Have I seen this? No. That's that's the one with uh, Sam Jackson and the shark. Yes. Yeah, I guess it's not a good movie. It is not a good movie. That's not a good movie. I've seen like a I've seen like scenes here and there, but I don't remember that shot. Go back, go back to (laughs) Saffron Burroughs. So yeah, exactly. I don't remember this at all. Rewatch this movie. Yeah, yeah, now now you want to see it again, huh? Okay. Yeah, Thomas Jane, you know, I mean, when he was kind of when Todd was trying to make Thomas Jane a thing, yeah, there he was. Mm -hmm. I mean Deep Blue Sea, yeah, that's yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's so bad. It's so bad. It's good. It's not actually that's not true. It's just so bad. But it's it's one that everyone remembers because of that shark scene. So yeah, yeah there you scene, go. That scene is pretty spectacular. <laughs> no sense. And he's, it's like a long scene. He's like just it's perfect. Sam Jackson. He's like belting out random shit about script. He's talking about nothing. It's just but it sounds so smooth. He's just kicking everybody's ass, and then out comes a smoking shark. It's pretty fantastic. All right, you guys, go for right, it. My, this is one of my all-time horrendously favorite movies. And I can watch this over and over again. And time after time, it just doesn't make sense. That is the movie Face Off. 
<laughs> oh, you bastard! I had that. That was my yeah. third one. Damn it! I played my own game wrong. Yes, you absolutely. Is to be quite frank, a lot of the great bad movies are done. Uh, they involve our friend Nicolas Cage, but he. Uh, this movie is so the whole. It's so absurd, but it's so good. There's so many good scenes in this movie that makes no sense. This the moment where he pulls out the guns behind his back, Castor Troy, and makes like you remember this when he pulls the two silver. I don't know what they are, Berettas or something. Uh-huh. And he pulls them out, he swings around. All those sweeping shots that are totally unnecessary. And they do that stupid thing where they put their hand across their face. You guys remember this? Where they swept their face off. No, 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 no. I, I, I owned Face Off. You know, I had that on DVD. I loved that movie. And yes, it's not a good movie. It's, yeah, so... it's terrible. It's so bad. The best part is the very end when the little boy, I guess it's Castro Troy's little boy, comes running in the door with the dog, and the kids go, can we keep him? It's so awesome. It's so bad. It's so good, though. It's so John good. Woo, too. With, look at that. Like, when he comes out of the car in his cape, yeah, his slaps cape I mean, it's so stylized. You have to. It's yeah, so stylized. He's got that scene with the girl, and the girl, like the little daughter, who's running around wearing tight clothes, and Nick Cage has got that cool line where he goes, if you dress like ghouls, Halloween will come after you. Or something What does he say? Something like that. <laughs> It's really, really, really good. It's so bad. And you put any of the, that just makes you want to watch it again. Any of these scenes, I'll rewatch them. Oh, I, I totally want to watch it again now. Because I, I mean, it's it's not a good movie, but I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh my goodness, I enjoyed it. Yes, Dale Day Lewis was in this. Wait, what? Oh my god, wow. Oh, that's or is that Nick Cassavetes? Okay, it's Nick Cassavetes. I was about to say he looks kind of Daniel Day Lewis ish. And also, may his acting career rest in peace. I heard he retired again. From he supposedly retired uh, today. I think. The kid is no better. He's not like this. His crazy manic style is awesome. Here, it's the perfect moment. We should do a podcast. Uh, We should do a tripod of just Nicholas Cage. I I, I was gonna say bad Nicholas Cage movies. That's redundant. I mean, that's 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 your podcast. Your top three Nicholas Cage movies. I forgot Uh, John Allen was in this movie. This movie is so good. I totally want to watch it right now. And I do too. And the whole cutting the face, yeah, Andrew. Really, that is really good. That dude is really good in it. No, no, he, he's really. I mean, and he's always like playing like a fourth or fifth build person, but he's he's always solid every time I see him. He's, he's in that really damn um creepy. He's yeah, he's gonna be creepy. He's he was in that um the the Wizard of Lies, the the uh oh, the, the De Niro, yeah, the, the De Niro uh, Madoff movie, yeah. But yeah, yeah. this is a Gina oh, yeah. This thing yeah, was so ahead. well cast. Yeah. So well cast. It's just absurd. The story is absurd. They rip their faces off. It's so good. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. All right. So it's for back to you, KG. I mean, I, I, I mean, that's a very close second. Belly does take the cake, but damn, it face off. Yeah, face off is up. Face off is great. Face off's up there. Face off is yeah. up there. I don't right, have. So what you got? Like, I have nothing as good as my first pick, but I will you say were, you were worried I was going to steal it, weren't you? This what's that? <laughs> You were worried I was going to steal it. That's why you had to say it right away. That's exactly. That's I was like, I have to go. I, I <laughs> Shoot your shot. Oh, yeah. Shoot your exactly. Shot. Now he's going to pick up his bow and arrow and say yes. what? And this, I will say, this may just be a bad, bad movie, but I'll, I'm going to put on this plate <laughs> a little movie they like to call Showgirls. Oh! Uh, hello! Cult classic! That is a horrendous movie. Oh, and we actually covered this in another podcast, like fairly recently too. So right. I, I, it might have been the heroines one, like we were being like cheeky. But yes, oh. that is. To- I mean, yes. Go. You are. You are clearing up the. You are going. You're just dunking on fools right now. Okay. So why, let's be honest. Why did we watch this movie? Oh, we want to see Jessica naked. That's correct. Do you know what else happens in this movie? I don't. 
Nobody does. <laughs> yes, it, that happened. Yeah. That happened. They, he links the pole. It was a horrible every, movie. Every cliche, every uh, uh, you know, every possible innuendo and attempt to get you, you know, it's it's a it should have premiered on Cinemax late night. <laughs> it should have. It has a lifetime on Cinemax. I mean, you know, you probably uh, on one of those those uh, the Cinemax family channels. I'm sure you could always find it on a Friday night somewhere. Constant, <laughs> constant. Oh my goodness, yes, and, and you, you kind of got to respect. Okay, all right, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say Esther House. I think this is when at a stage when that writer director guy was could making million dollars per per spec script and yeah. was just like killing everything. Could do no wrong. Then he came out with this, and it was just airball from the free throw line. It was, it was so what, did he, what did he do besides this? No, so he was a writer, but and Verhoeven was a director, right? Didn't Verhoeven direct this, or did Esterhaus yeah. write and direct this? I think Verhoeven directed it, but Esterhaus, yeah. you can click on his credit. I know, I know, he's yeah. a guy that's just done a ton of big. We look at Metascore sixteen. That high? <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, Nomi Malone. Oh, great name. Great name. It's almost it's almost like they shot it ten years before. It was like how, how did they spend forty five million like thirty years ago and, and it only made twenty how did they spend forty five million on that? Uh, please tell me how. Seriously. I have no idea. Where where'd that money go? Like ten million to Esther House? I mean shit. How did they make that's that's bananas. I love it. I love it. This is awesome. Great. You are just dunking on fools in this, <laughs> this this is your podcast. You should retire. You may never have a better <laughs> Podcast, yeah, writing credit, Joe. Yeah, Verhoeven. So Verhoeven was also wasn't Verhoeven behind um, Basic Instinct? Wasn't that Verhoeven? I believe so. you have to you'd have to check, but probably because I, mm. I feel like they they teamed up before this, and that's and their the money they made off of Basic Instinct was what got them this Vandy project, this forty five million dollar mm. turd, you know, turd ball. They did see, Basic uh, Instinct. I mean, I'm pretty sure wasn't. Totally, yeah, basic instinct. Yeah, this is Ver, this is Verhoeven, and Astro House wrote that shit too. Absolutely, because yeah, exactly. They were they were a thing, and and off of the strength of Basic Instinct, which cleaned up. I, mean, I remember seeing that as like a high school junior. I took my girl, my hot ass girlfriend Tracy, to go see that shit at South Center, <laughs> and she was really worked up. Sorry, mom, it kind of <laughs> went down that night. All right, wow. <laughs> yes, uh, it was, wow. no, it was Basic wow. Instinct. It was wow. coming... horrible, <laughs> horrible. I just got uncomfortable. <laughs> Darkness. Then I should get you a podcast. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was off the strength of basic instinct that they got <laughs> to do some bullshit like um, showgirls at forty. Even in nineteen ninety three dollars, how do you spend forty five million on basic instinct? I, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, on uh, on showgirls, I really would like to know that it, it's, the money's not all up on the screen. It's like. A, yeah. Partly a road trip movie, partly like a show. I mean, you're in, you're in basically one set. You're in various stages of clubs. Where is the money mm -hmm. going? I don't understand it. Um, anyways, Coke. all right, great, great call, great one. I guess it's my turn. Um, uh, you're, uh, you're a hard act to follow again, but screw <laughs> it. I'm gonna go. I'm taking this one off the board real quick. It's, it's. Uh, well, what's going on? Hold on. It is. Really? We're doing this now with live people? Okay. Um, oh, there we go. Or not. There we go. It is... Really? Hold on. Sorry. This is making for a great podcast. There we go. We are going with Robin Hood, damn it. And I'm talking about wow. the Robin Hood, not Russell Crowe, which is mildly entertaining, not Robin Hood Men in Tights, which I thought was just dumb. <laughs> We're talking Robin Hood Prince of Thieves because there was so much... Just, I mean, I had a great... I do mean a great, like, all-time classic love song with the whole... 
um, everything I do, I do it for you. The Brian Adams, I think, right? Wow. Yeah. That was a great song. This movie great is song. pretty bad. Look at this. This movie, this movie is pretty bad. Only be, mostly because they put an American as uh, – and a lot of Americans can act. I mean, a lot of Americans can do a British accent. But right. Kevin Costner, halfway through the movie, said – just said, fuck it. I'm going to drop this accent. I, I spent like an hour and a half cultivating. And I'm going to do the last hour just on some some just on some just weird shit. It was, it's hilarious how little effort he decided to give uh, for uh, vocal training for the last half. Christian Slater as Will Scarlet, entertaining. Wow. Mary Elizabeth Mastertonio, Mary, Maid Marian. I mean, it's, it's not – it had potential, but when your lead, when Kevin Costner was the biggest, probably one of the top three biggest global stars in the world, decided mm-hmm. to just give up, and you got Morgan Freeman in there, it's well cast. I mean, everyone kind of gave up around him. I mean, Robin Hood, Prince, Prince of Thieves, all I got to say. This, I think, is, is another example along with... Alan Rickman! Or... My God, yes. <laughs> it's a great example of like people who have a lot of credibility and clout just given too much rope. Yes. Like you, you, you've made a couple of hits and now they're like, sure, whatever you want to do, do what you want. And then they come back with Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, it was, it was a mess. Come on, come on, G-Nice. What do you remember yeah, about Robin Hood? You know I remember about this movie? I remember it being pretty bad. I also remember randomly through the middle of the movie, Morgan Freeman is sitting in like a catapult or something and he gets shot into the air and he goes, oh shit. <laughs> and I remember it taking me totally out of the movie because I was like, wait, are you supposed to curse in like old English time? It was so <laughs> random. I remember being like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's I mean, all I remember. It, it, it should have been a, a great adventure. And yeah, it's so well cast. It had Sean Connery for crying out loud. Sean Connery. And yeah, it's just, it's just a bad movie. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, it's good. It's just good enough that it's watchable, but it's, it's really at its heart, it's bad. So yes, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, off the board. What you got, G-Nice? Mm. Oh, we lost you, nice. We How convenient. Nice. All right, screw that, dude. All right, we, so, I mean, no pressure, but hopefully you got I, your number three on deck. My number three, I'm going to go with, which I actually thought was pretty good, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Theme of this podcast, yes. <laughs> Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, that was actually, I, I enjoyed that movie. It's got cult classic status. No, you're going to have to wait now. We're, we're, in, we're in Kevin's uh, I, 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 I was an accident. <laughs> okay. I, and, and I, I love Kiss Goodnight. All right. What'd you I say? Love oh, I, I love this movie. movie. This movie's so good. I don't say this is a bad movie. I, mean, I said the same bad. thing, but it's absurd. It's totally absurd, but it's not bad. It's, All right. No, it's, let's, it's, let's hear your piece. Was, and I say this, this is a great movie. movie because it was like panned by a bunch of people. I don't think it made its money back. People thought it was <laughs> dumb. I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, I got my bad. I enjoyed it. It gave us Craig Bierko. I mean, come on, just for that alone. He's he's a national treasure. Oh God, this is a good movie. There's some great lines here. And Gina Davis was like hot in it. And and, and she's married to the director, which is a great way to get your movie made. <laughs> Wait, what was she had a great line where she says, uh Ah, you didn't like this is this is a good movie. I would not this is, I did this is, debatable. This, is, this is one that I said was I think was a good movie that I enjoyed, but was generally I thought was generally considered bad. What's the Metacritic forty four. I mean, you know, was it? Yeah, forty four. Um, borderline. Listen, I gave you belly. Get off me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he actually, 
he actually was like a big deal. Like the, I remember the script sale for some reason. Hearing about the script yes. sale, this was like a big deal. So yeah, oh, this movie's really good. I totally want to watch this movie right now. I think that was part of the disappointment is that it was Shane Black and people right. were, were expecting some lethal weapon last voice guy. He had a run right. in the nineties. Kiss Kiss Bang yeah. Bang is a fantastic movie. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, but he he disappeared after Lethal Weapon Four. It's like they made him go away, and now he came back with Kiss yeah. Kiss Bang Bang. All right, so yeah, so G Nice, what is your second good bad movie? Uh, my second good bad movie used to literally be one of my favorite movies, and I now, as an adult, realize just how horrible it is. But I still <laughs> still can watch it every single time, and that is The Fifth Element. Oh, I love that movie. What are you talking yeah. about? That's a, that's a great movie. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. bad. That movie's so bad, but so good all at the same time. Uh, you got to tell me what, what changed or what, what made you – Well, actually, no, I have, I have, in fairness, I have not watched that movie in about 10 or 15 You probably years. should probably... because in your brain it's probably fun <laughs> and you should just leave it where it is. Because okay, fair enough. There's a ton of holes it. It doesn't really make any sense. It's totally absurd. But it's in so the moment, good. Chris Tucker was just – Chris Tucker was fantastically ridiculous in that movie. Exactly. And he, he was Holman. awesome. He was incredible in that movie. Look at that! 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 Look at Blue Princess Girl, whatever she is. Yes. Um, That's her weird, yeah. freaky little dance. Um, I remember that. Oh yeah, what was her name? Um. Uh no, I know you're talking about. Yeah, she was like, she was like the the, the, the she was the MacGuffin that everyone was trying to get. Like, yeah, yeah, and she does this whole like opera. Oh, song. Mil- was, it, was it Mila Jovovich? No, no, she was the white girl. Yeah, she, uh, she was the fifth element. Um, <laughs> I don't know who the I don't know who the lady was. She but played yeah, a white girl. Really cool she played Stop. All right, my bad. Yes, <laughs> more than one white girl in the movie. Whatever. Um, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Lilu. No, she was Lilu. Okay. The blue. The blue thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was very, very good. And that, like, that, that scene was just cool. like stylized and interesting and cool. And the song was like creepy but fun. And there's all this other stuff going on at the same time. There's one more scene in that movie though that I really loved and I can't remember what it is. Do you guys remember when they were taking off and someone was boning someone and someone else was packing bags <laughs> and they did like this rhythmic. Take off. Do you guys remember this at all? I do. No, it's, been, it's been a while, but it sounds Fifth Element ish. It's really, it's it's so cool. It's totally styled. It just, but it, I mean, the story's just absurd. <laughs> and the the relationship, like this, like the white lady who falls out of the sky to save the, the universe. It's a big metaphor. This is so funny because I looked up the Fifth Element on Netflix, and of course, it's unable, to, unavailable to stream. It's only on DVD, and I can't believe that's still mm. a freaking thing in 2017 with Netflix. But then other titles related to Fifth Element: Armageddon, yep. Boom. Queen Boom. of the Damned, Hellboy. But it's yeah. also right there. I'm surprised none of you guys said this. If you scroll back up, oh, sorry, what? Uh, there we go. The number one one that I thought would be on here. Go up. Where is it? What? Not the Matrix. Oh, uh, see, that's bad. You're, you're terrible. No, I thought one of you, I'm for sure one of you guys is going to say Independence Day. Oh, no. That's 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 a good movie. No, That is the definition of horrendously bad, great movie. You you know, know, actually, actually, I think it's not a good movie. It's a very fine summer action generic movie. It's 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 the definition of summer action generic. Super generic. Super generic. Yeah. Super yeah, generic. generic. Super generic. I don't think it's bad. I mean, it's. I mean, it's when you consider the sequel, which came out twenty years later, and sucks donkey balls. Like I, I might have walked out. It was terrible. 
Um, I mean, it's <laughs> it makes that it makes the original look like high art. So yes, it's like I, generic ketchup. Like you'd never in your life buy generic ketchup. <laughs> you, you want Heinz? Yeah, Heinz. You want Heinz? Oh man, yeah. so I'm a, I'm a, I'm so my last one. It, it's tough because when just looking at the the fifth element on Netflix brought up some really good <laughs> bad movies. <laughs> I'm so torn. We I'm should turn out our homework. We should watch it again. You know, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna watch it. You think I'm blind? I'm gonna find a way. I'm a you know the, the power of the internet. I still love right. that movie. It's so horrendous, but it's so good. <laughs> I just to just kind of hate on 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 y'all's last one. I'm going to uh, on Greg's last one. I'm going to uh, just mention honorable mention Snake Eyes. You know, mm. that's, Snake that Eyes with with. With, yeah, Nicholas Cage. Like we could do an entire podcast. Yeah, Nicolas yeah, Cage. No, he's, made, he's made a bunch of them. Jeez. What made this? What made this? You know, really interesting was the fact that they it was supposed to take place like in real time, like the, like the runtime of the movie was supposed to be like the runtime of of the action, and and there was like a small cottage industry back in the '90s, late '90s when they started doing that shit. Like mm-hmm. there was like a phone booth movie and some other stuff. Phone booth, stuff. Yep. Yeah. So whatever. But no, this isn't. It's, this isn't even bad enough to make my list. I'm going with the ultimate. I don't even say it's a guilty pleasure, but it is a good bad movie. It is Judge Dredd. Thank Ooh. you so much, Netflix. Oh, that is coming horrible. through in the closet. That is an horrible movie. Good job. <laughs> that is a bad. That is a horrendous movie. I am the law. <laughs> that, that, movie, that movie is hard to watch. I can't. It is so bad. It's good and bad and good mm. and bad. It's I, I, that. That's the kind of movie that is not clear to me why that got made. Are you kidding me, Stallone? That's I know, you, but like this is before the like, superhero movies were so big, and it was just like Stallone could have done a number of things, but instead, no, 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 no. Let's, uh, no I'm I have to go to the IMDb on this because Stallone. It's as if no, no. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm saying what he was in the '90s. You're coming off cliffhanger. You're coming off just really generic <laughs> action shit. He, he he was paychecking at this point. This is well, the paycheck yeah. phase. But, but Judge Dredd is as if he he auditioned for RoboCop and didn't get him. Like fuck it, I'll do this. Look at this is after Rocky Five. That's how much he was just cashing wow. checks. Yeah, yeah. After Rocky Five, Cobra the way, over the, the top. Way. What are you talking about? What are we Look, talking? Look, Demolition Man should be on this list too. Demolition. That's what I was about to say. Demolition Man. <laughs> that is exactly. fantastically uh, horrible. Your boy with the blonde mohawk. What's he with the blonde mohawk? I almost, I almost mentioned Demolition Man too, but I couldn't like take two honorable mentions. So you're absolutely right. I, that was a terrible. Oh my God! Yes. Oh yeah, he's in that, huh? Mm-hmm. And and the whole like you know like having sex is like some weird like social non convention or like it's, it's it's a really weird movie yes that was a bad movie look at look at look at these paycheck films in the nineties Oscar check Dream on I don't remember that uh, Stop My Mom Will Shoot check Ooh. Cliffhanger check yeah. Demolition Man check. they wheeled his cadaver out to say some <laughs> lines and he was done the specialist eh, Sharon Stone but check. Uh, what it was. Judge Red told check. Assassins was terrible. Antonio Banderas, Daylight check. And then Copland, he's like, all right, I got Copland, hey, Copland is a good movie. No, I'm I saying guess, Copland, yeah. he tried. Copland, he, he tried, tried to come but, back. He tried to come yeah, back. He, he gained some back. weight for it or whatever. Yeah, and then and then he goes this weird, yeah, whatever. So that whole 90, like was 87 to like 90 until Copland, 97. He's on cruise control. <laughs> Total mm-hmm. cruise control. Oh my god, yeah. So that's why that movie got made. So any other Oh, I'm sorry, this is mine. I'm, I was like anyone else want to say anything about Judge Dredd? But yeah, but I like future yeah, movies. Yeah, Judge Dredd like, is bad. I, I like world setting and all good stuff, but this is just bad. I mean, it's 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 bad. And there's some action. It it is watchable. It's just but it's bad. It's it's badly watchable. <laughs> 
I am the law. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so, you, so I think we are. So uh, are we all? Is that all three? No, no I think it's one more. I get one more. Okay, so I'm gonna list off some honorable mentions just to get them off the list, um, <laughs> <laughs> because because this is funny to me because I'm I'm purposely choosing one. So I I think uh, I think. Uh, the original Superman is a horrendously good movie. That's fair. That's oh. fair. I'll, I'll give you that one. That's fair. The Superman Third Two is amazing. Superman Three is fun. Superman, 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 is Superman Three is crazy. Superman yes. Three takes it to the bat. Like when he's fighting himself in the dumpster, that it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Superman Two was great. Superman yeah, Two is great. Like Superman One is like super campy and a little like it doesn't quite make sense. It's fun though, so and it's like a half hour too long. I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> um. I was also going to put uh, Players Club. Oh, yeah, really, really horrendous. Can we, can we, can we have, can we have a moment for Bernie Mac? It's Tropic of Africa. You know what he says? Where's he? Where's he? Where's he? Get naked. We go get naked. I would play that entire scene. I haven't saved as like a clip on YouTube, but I, I will. It will immediately let us keep us from being able to embed this video, sadly. But that is a great monologue. Those stupid people, Africa, fuck yes, naked. Raise up, you're gonna get hurt. Like there, there's some wonderful. There's gonna be trouble, 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 trouble. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. There's so many like funny moments in that, but it makes no Unin sense at all. Unintentionally funny. Yeah. Unintentionally funny. Just like fantastic scenes that just have no business. And, and the moral of the movie is make the money, but let the money make you. That's what? Fine. I think you're being generous. What? I think you're okay. being generous. I'm not sure that's the moral. <laughs> that's the theme. That's what they're trying to tell you. Yeah, that's what they said, but I'm not sure. If you ask what that movie's about, yeah. <laughs> it's about the players club. That didn't give us buckets naked, Lisa Ray, and we never saw her naked again. So, you know, I appreciate yeah, it. I feel like what else has she done after that? Like, that was the big one, right? She was always like the third or fourth build side chick or whatever in all the black movies in the late 90s. That's all that country. Mm -hmm. I just want to but, point out right there on your screen, you got a little McAllister on the page. Just that where? Point. Where? Right there. The oh, she's McAllister? Yeah. Ain't nobody know about that. Anyways, we're, we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, no. So, uh, yes, yeah, so what's your official selection? Are you right, one, more, one, more, one more. One more. Three honorable mentions? Three or four. Come on. Uh, Harlem Nights. Awesome movie. No. So smooth. So good. That's not, that's not really a bad movie. Makes that's sense. not a bad movie. It's not, it's not a bad movie. Doesn't it's make not sense. Bad movie. What's that movie about? Just because a movie doesn't make sense doesn't make it a bad movie. Yes, it does. <laughs> that's not a bad movie. It's, it's a, a bad great movie. movie. It's a great bad movie. No wrong. No, no, wrong, wrong. I'm also, gonna throw out, I'm also gonna throw out the horrendous, wonderful moments of the bodyguard. This is gonna be a two-hour podcast. You don't get to what do you like, dude? What do you? What do you? Can you get to the pick, please? Okay. My real pick is because I wanted to make sure we had a romantic. Bodyguard is an, is an amazing soundtrack, so let's not. No, but the movie is just ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous, but it's also something I can't not watch. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure we had a romantic comedy on here. So this is purposely picked. The right. movie is music and lyrics. Uh, that's just bad. It yes, I, I I even, it's not good at all. That's just bad. It's uh, wait. It's the, not watchable. That's bad. That's not one thing. There's some really. Have you seen the first five minutes of it where they do their wham version of the video? It's terrible. It's a terrible. No, there it is. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, that that, that part's really campy. That's that's pretty funny. That yeah. that's it's hilarious. And he spends the rest of the dude doing that song over and over again. 
she really annoys me. But it's like charming and annoying, but it's super annoying. So what's the concept of this movie? They're they're a recording uh, duo. He's a like a former rock star. star. Yeah, he's basically rock Wham. Star. He's the Wham that didn't blow up. And then, <laughs> oh, the other guy. And then she is. She writes poetry, so he can't fix the song because he doesn't have the lyrics. So she has to do the lyrics for him, and then they fall in love. It's horrible. I mean, give it up for, you know for yourself, G Nice, because I don't remember anything about this movie except that it was just bad. Dude, this movie is really really good. I mean, it's horrible, but it's really fun oh, to watch. What's his face? Yeah, that's uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah, yeah that's, his, that's his agent. This, yeah, is, just, how bad is this? Is, this is now this is the paycheck phase of Drew Barrymore's career because she had a run in the late 90s where she was just cashing checks. Like, I mean, because she had, like, it wasn't until I think, was it Fever Pitch kind of brought her out of it? But this was a bad movie. I mean, she's just bad at this. Wait, has anybody seen that? That, Santa Clarita Diet? Yeah, I saw No, I don't, I don't do zombies. I'm out on zombies. I heard it's really good. Mm. I saw these zombies. You heard it's really good? Yeah. So after so, so 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 the last good one. Look at it. Look at this. Look at this dreck in the middle, right? So she does scream, cool. Ever after, it's cult class, whatever. Home fries here's kind of good. Never been kissed is good. And then Wait, what, Angels was, stop. None of these. Are, what are you talking about? Good. All these angels was legit fun and good. And after that, it goes off kind of a cliff. Donnie Darko is kind of weird. I don't. Freddie got fingered. What? Ooh, Running cars with bad, boys. Bad what? <laughs> Thank you. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is actually a good movie. It's underrated. But Charlie's Angels Full Throttle is terrible. Duplex terrible. Fifty First Dates. Someone tried to sell me on Fifty First Dates yesterday, and I'm like, no, just I'm not. No, it's a bad, bad movie. I'm glad you like it. It's a terrible movie. And Here's then George Fever is Pitch. Super she, yeah, Fever Pitch. She brings it back a little bit, but that's mostly Jimmy Fallon's movie. So where we, you know, mm. so lyrics uh, bad. Charming. Lucky you, bad. Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Dude, watch, watch, watch music and lyrics again. It's horrible, but it's so it is. No, no, no. Life's too, life too, too short. Charming. It is life's too short. It's charming. Oh. You guys are haters. Life's too short. Yes. Oh, oh you're yeah. haters. Not the pot calling the kettle a hater. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So yes, let me. Uh, I can't find my soundboard. I'm so distraught that you even mentioned music and lyrics. But yes, that. <laughs> Woo! Wow, that was something. All right, yeah. So we made it through. But here's the thing: when you say these movies out loud, you totally don't uh, watch them. You know it's not good. <laughs> you know it doesn't make any sense. You know you're gonna be, you're gonna sit there and question the movie as you watch it. And you don't want to watch it. You got me looking for the Fifth Element. That in itself is. You totally want to watch Belly. Face Off. You totally want to watch Belly. Face Off. I do. Face I do not want to watch Belly ever in life again. Can I actually. It's Come a, on. I want to go to Africa. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so yes. Uh, Wait, DMX is in that too, right? He like growls. Yes, yeah, so are you kidding me? That's awesome. He's the second lead. <laughs> yeah, he is. Of course he is. That so makes all sense. cultural cul-de-sacs aside, for those new listeners and viewers, and I know we'll have at least one this week, uh, it is, what is Cinema Draft? It is the fantasy sports version of the movies, but instead of drafting athletes from teams, you're drafting actors from the movies and how their movies perform at the North American box office will earn you points for your call sheet of actors while competing against others for fun and prizes. You draft 10 actors, no more, no less. Look at G-Nice hating in the chat. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you, Jody. I Baby said boy. great horrible. Baby boy. That is a, that is a great no, bet. I don't like that Baby boy. I hate you, Jody. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. Yeah, that's right. And Vin Rames, butt naked, making eggs. That's so bad. It's good. Okay, anyways. Uh, yes, you have 10 actors, no more, no less. You must draft at least one actor from each of the three release types, wide release, 2,000 screens and up, limited release, 501 to 1,999 screens, and platform release, 500 screens and less. Headliners are two per film. Their points are worth 40% more. For example, if Suicide Squad earns 
hundred million. Uh, That's a horrible weekend. <laughs> Stop. Where you get one point per million per actor. Uh, Margot Robbie would get hundred points, while Will Smith would get hundred forty. And you guys keep trolling me on the side. Fuck y'all. I know we gotta go to <laughs> every. Uh, we gotta go to every podcast, but we gotta get the newbies into the game. Uh, so yeah, so that's just basic math. Margot Robbie, 100 points. Will Smith, 140. It is free to play with not all, well, normally it's over $200 in prizes. This week we have nearly $500 in prizes. $470 up for grabs plus a $50 bonus to the best performing call sheet that is not my own. You, if you're the highest scoring call sheet in any of the five contests, you win what we call the call sheet of the week. And, you, and instead of getting the normal $25 bonus, we are doubling it because we did not run games last weekend. My bad. Beta testing is open and live. We will be running games come hell or high water. This Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time is theater lock. That's when we lock in the theater counts for the entire weekend. So whatever we have on the books for uh, for that release type is what we're rocking with for the whole weekend. And then the game starts at 10 p.m. Pacific time. All right. Z-Shot list. All right, I'm about to go share my screen so yeah. we can see. Yeah, so we can see all the all all the all the. <laughs> I keep thinking about players coming out. New booty, new booty on duty. That's right. We're gonna go see. Um, Shivers done Africa. Sorry, I keep getting burning back on my head right now. Um, we're gonna say mall rats. <laughs> it's all these honorable mentions that no one on the podcast will be able to hear. But uh, honorable mentions: Greg G. Nice just trolling. Uh, Valley Girl, Mall Rats. Valley Girl, it's so good. It's so stupid. It's so good. Played. Get these motherfucking steaks off my motherfucking plate. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, so let's so we're gonna jump into it. And since only one of us has been playing recently, um, in addition to myself, G Nice has been sloughing. It's now summertime. There's no school. You got no excuse now. Let's come and play the game. Damn it. It's, yes. That's, my, <laughs> that's what's happening. Yes. It's that, that's so not happening. Right, well, it's true. All right, so anyways, uh, so we have – so for the A-list, I'm sorry. That's why let me go to my notes. For the A-list this week, we have – and these are some actors you will definitely want on your call sheet. And another case of it, it ain't broke, don't break it, but also Chris Pine from Wonder Woman, 15,500. I mean, this thing is just – I mean, this thing is a phenomenon now officially. It's, I mentioned mm. this on the, the podcast earlier today, the, the, the talent pool preview, but this thing is just – it's unstoppable. I mean, it's going to its, what, fourth weekend, and it's slowing down for nobody. So Chris Pine with, with Wonder Woman, 15,500 wide release. I'm, S, I'm guessing it might dip to 3,700 screens, but why? If I have a movie theater and this thing is still pumping out 10K per screen – I, I'm keeping this shit. I mean, it actually might expand a few screens, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, it's it, so I did the math uh, earlier on the, on the podcast, and I'll, and I'll just give you a quick overview. Basically, um, you expect superhero movies to dip by 60% after its opening weekend, then by another 50% the weekend after it. This sucker's held about 36.4% on average, or it's only dipped 36.4% on average. So on average, it's keeping, it's retaining 65% of its audience week to week. That's pretty ridiculous. So if we so if we go at average and go 36 percent uh, uh, decline on this week, then it's going to still give you 26 million over, from its 41 million last weekend. It's already made 275 million, over a quarter billion dollars domestic. I mean, over half a billion, you know, worldwide, almost 600 million, I think. I mean, this thing's a behemoth. You know, Chris Pine. I mean, there might even be a strategy here where you get 
you know, one um, one of the Transformers, like Sir Anthony Hopkins, who is next on the call on the on the the A list, and then go mm-hmm. and maybe do a headliner stack of Wonder Woman. That might be your best bet. I don't know, but I'm I'm just gaga for Wonder Woman. It's this thing is not slowing down. It's I totally want to see it. I'm sad I haven't seen it. No, it's it's, it's fun. And, and now that see, it's funny. I can already see what you're gonna say too. This might make our next version whenever we have it of the good bad movies because it's not a great movie, but it's a good. It's solid. Yeah. It's better than most DC Drek. So, and mm. I think just because it's that plus, you, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of strong ass women all movie. I mean, you know, it's it's hit a cultural touchstone uh, that people have been waiting on, like for real. The mm. Golden Shell one, yeah, Why controlling it. Why is it a period piece? No, because uh, well, that's a good question. It's you know, Jay Devlin famously argued that it shouldn't have been a period piece. I don't mind it. I mean, they also showed. The I, fact said that that. Didn't say that. I said that. No, are you sure? It was really? said by more than one person, probably. There no, you I get it first. Everyone else copied. <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's my A list. Uh, uh, you know, Chris Pine, also Anthony Hopkins from Transformers. I mean, and as my notes say, eat your broccoli. It's a Transformers. It's gonna make sixty-three million. I mean, just eat your broccoli. All right, it's twenty. It's twenty-six thousand. He's a headliner. It's going wide. It's gonna be on almost four thousand screens. It's opening actually. Uh, late tonight or tonight, actually, they did those previews. For whatever reason, they always open Transformer films on Wednesday on Wednesdays proper, which means the sneak previews are Thursday night. That's what it is. I think so, yes. they should take the guy's voice from the Transformer and do like a voiceover for like Verizon Wireless, but not say it's him. You talking about the guy who does Optus Prime, Peter yeah, Cullen? Yeah. Yeah. You should just do a bunch of voiceover and commercials and never reference Transformers. Just let him be the voice. Being like, I can't even do his voice. But it'd be hilarious. Him and then Dell. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. So yeah, so if you are doing a, a shot list, who are you, who are you looking out for this week, uh, KG? I'm definitely looking at. Uh, it's interesting that you say Wonder Woman. I'll definitely check in for that. But I mean, oh, you forgot about the Wonder Woman. Uh, you, forgot forgot about, about, you forgot about. Did Dredd. you see it, Kevin? I haven't seen it. No, um, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen you get out. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm a working black writer, damn it! <laughs> but uh, I think definitely uh, I'm looking out for Transformers. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see because I, I see here Cars. on the screen that uh, you've priced the Tupac movie pretty high. Yeah, because last um, week, I mean, if we had had if the game had run on time, uh, we, um, Tupac was actually a little bit undervalued. It was a bit of a oh, coin definitely. flip. It was, yeah, a, it, it, was, was a, it was a nice maybe tops, yeah. yeah. Now you've got it at at uh, the headliners at uh, ten one and ten three. So it'll be interesting to see if I can work one of those guys in to see what the sort of predictions are going to be. Because it you know it made what almost thirty made like twenty seven last twenty seven million. Yeah. So even so, if it drops percent, it's still going to be in the thirteens, fourteens, maybe. But here's my yeah. thing: it's it's, it's a questionable. Terrible- it's a terrible movie, but it right. has it got an A minus cinema score because it is badly acted, directed, and written. But, but it is it's a almost like a concert film. It's a great Tupac concert film. And I think what it really is is Wait, you saw it? seeing no, I haven't yeah. seen it. I saw it. Oh, he saw it. It was really bad. I had a really bad night at poker on Friday, so I was out, out of the Rio real quick. So I went to go drown my sorrows with some Tupac and support in his terrible movie. But it was the place was packed like ten thirty. Wait, did you like Biggie? No, 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 no. Taurus is good. That's like made by a filmmaker. Benny Boom. And I went off on this on my – no, I went off on this in my podcast earlier today. Oh. Benny Boom is just bad. 
No, no. Let me no. Uh, let me no. Clear out my lane for a second. Wait a Benny minute. Boom is a video director. Are you He's saying? Not... Are you saying Next Day Air was not a classic movie? Most that was brilliant in that. Most Benny Boom is, is not a director. He's not a film director. It, the, 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 that's the, the here's the irony though. All the concert scenes are dope. They're fine, and he's got the original music, and it's great. It's whatever, and, and the guy looks the part. But anything else requiring real emotion is awful. Your your girl, be <laughs> nice, uh, deny from McAllister, terrible in this movie for the first really? half. She's Whoa. screaming every line. Like, this is my first exposure to her. I don't watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> zombies, remember? She's screaming every line. We get it. You're a Phoenix Shakur. You're a Black Panther. You've got one fucking note for half the movie. I can't stand it. Now, when she gets on drugs, I'm actually Easy, When she gets on drugs, I'm excited because she's so badly directed in the first <laughs> half of the movie. And when she comes out from rehab and she's totally subdued and a different person, it's like, thank God you're shouting at me this entire movie. Kind of like how I'm shouting at you through this entire segment. I'm so pissed. This movie's so bad. <laughs> Bad. And, and you that bad? I'm surprised. And and, it, it also where's, 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 where's Metacritic? Let me, let, me get, let me get the Rotten Tomatoes. It'll make you cry. It's bad. It's a bad, it bad, bad, bad uh, sort of tweet, Twitter, Twitter press, if you will, from like Jada, who said it didn't represent her relationship with Pac. There were other. There were a few other people that that spoke out against it on on Twitter. So, well, but, but see, still, that, I was going to say, you know, Jada didn't shut up. Twenty two percent. Eat that. Take that. Take that. Was, Terrible. Look, look at the audience score. Look at the discrepancy in the audience. Because we because we love all things Tupac. We're just fiending. I think it's terrible. it's it's almost like watching a bootleg movie, but you get to enjoy it in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see you can see. I mean, you can almost see like all the the clunky parts from ready to fall off because I guess they had like four directors attached at one point, and like I mean, there's four credited writers, and it's none of it's like a writing team and some bullshit. You know, like Lord Miller and and a and real quick cultural cul-de-sac chris miller you know you'll never listen to this podcast whatever but um you know i it we may have had our stuff in the past but man you know it's a, it's a tragedy a travis sham mockery that got kicked off or did you guys quit or got fired or whatever from han solo you know what? Shit would, yeah you didn't see that they were they were the number one trending topic for like the last three hours oh this just happened now you know no it happened no it happened well it happened like this afternoon like maybe five o'clock on oh, it, was, it was a big deal and and if you read the variety and Go to my timeline, and I, re I retweeted some mm -hmm. shit. The Variety article from my timeline really breaks it down. And that shit's amazing because they're like, basically, they got fired. And they got fired because they thought they'd earned enough cachet to do the film mm -hmm. they wanted to do. And we know their style now. They're irreverent, self-referential, right. very lighthearted, whatever. And it's still a Star Wars universe movie. And Kathleen Kennedy is just doing shit her own way. And we saw, we saw their fingerprints on Rogue One. We have these anthology movies. Get a director with, his, with his, you hire him for for their vision, and then mm -hmm. you try to grind them in the machine. It just doesn't work. So they're they're out. Creative differences. Creative differences. They're out. I gotta I gotta get up on that. That's that's big news yeah. for us in the Star Wars uh, fan. Get nerds. Nerds. What? Wait, wait, what? What nerds? What? That's nerds. right. Nerd Nation. <laughs> Come on, you love Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. That shit was funny, right? Last Man um, on Earth. That was, that was fun right. for the first couple seasons. It was fine. Last Man on Earth. Wait, so I'm I'm shocked too. But look, Tupac. Those movies what? are hard to make. I just want to go back to the these. If Tupac is really this, and you liked Biggie. And yeah, no, Big, Biggie was great, but that was made by George Tillman Jr. He's a real filmmaker. Fucking um, straight out of Compton. I don't, I mean, I don't think that was great. very great, and we and we read that script. I sent you that script, Greg, and that was that was a fun script. I didn't think Notorious was great, I, but I, I do think these are hard to do. I think I think Straight Outta Compton was, it it just it was 
I think it's an anomaly. I, I, how well it was done, how nicely it was done. They got good actors. They killed it. But I, that's I why – that, that's how Tupac got made is because they all started rushing in development their black hip-hop movies. The, yes. the Bad Boys got a movie on its way. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a it's going to be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit that's show. a documentary, though. That's, that's different. Is it? Okay. But yeah, right. Bad Boy documentary. Right. So we'll see live. Whatever. We can make – I mean, I, they're, I think they're tough. I think it's hard. Hey, look, we can make shitty movies like anybody else. So that's, <laughs> like, you know, that's a sign of progress. You know what you I mean? Know what? Actually, yeah. you, you, know, you make an excellent point. That is a sign of progress. When, when our shitty movies are making money, like you know, you know, white shitty movies, that's, that's a sign of progress. Okay. Chris, um, Chris Rock said that the sign of progress is just this, when black people can be average and still get hired to do more stuff. That's... <laughs> So so Hype Williams basically misses window by like twenty years, right? <laughs> well he was he was that was a, that was actually a bad movie, so <laughs> he deserved to go away for that one, that's right. All right, so um okay, so the, the co starring, these are some values you will want to look out for. <laughs> that's terrible. Um this weekend for your draft call sheet. And I'm throwing up there Zoe Saldana, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. You have to have a limited release somewhere, somehow. Um, and even the look at that. Actual, only the bottom. This movie's been out here for like eight, for like two months, and it's still clocking dollars. This shit made like what five million last weekend. Was I it mean, good? was it good? No. Yeah. yeah like, I, well, I didn't. I did not enjoy that movie. I did not. I'm sorry. KG, did you see it? I did not. I, I actually finally saw the last forty five minutes of the first one. This weekend. <laughs> we have five million. Did you see the it's still making three thousand per screen. Oh. Who's seeing this movie? It's made almost three hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Who's still seeing this That's movie? Nuts. I don't understand. I don't understand. Did that you, is nuts. Did you by chance see Rough Night? Oh, I wanted to. So I, if Tupac was, was going to be sold out, my backup was Rough Night, and it's getting savaged, which is sad. But I'm I'm yeah. curious. I'm going to see it probably maybe tomorrow. I want to see that movie. Um, what else? Uh, everything, everything. Or actually, if we shut down close tonight, there might be an 11 o'clock. I might just dip out and go see. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay, and uh, Alec Baldwin from Paris Can Wait, 5700 Platform. That and talented. talented, dude, talented. Uh, yeah, really? Baldwin, yeah. Very talented guy. Talented. Maybe not be a good person, but he's super talented. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it was on 447 screens, pushing the, the borders of platform last week, and it kind of underperformed, but platform for a change might be a wasteland this week, because you have this yeah. everything, everything is dead on arrival, or not dead on arrival. It's already, you know, it's been out for a while. No one's seeing it. It has, it shot, it shot, it missed. Baywatch, that also is a dog with flies. Look at the weekend per, hour, per screen average for Baywatch. Pretty bad. Actually, where is Baywatch? <laughs> uh, it's yeah, here it uh, is. It? It's it's uh, yeah, here it is. One point six million on thirteen hundred screens. It's definitely look at it shed almost 50, over fifteen hundred screens week to week. It's twelve hundred per screen. It's on its way out. It's uh, sorry, Seth. You're you're still you're still my dude. But yeah, it, for whatever reason, that's a fun movie. I enjoyed the hell out of Baywatch, but did not do what it's supposed to do. So yeah, so I mean, you want to probably avoid Baywatch, so even though it'll have a sheer number of screens. Um, if it does actually, Baywatch. When you see the thing, I come up. You go. That looks really fun. No, when I saw so when I saw the trailer, the first trailer, I'm like, this this looks fun. The rocks are fun. Say, you would look at it and go, this looks lit. L I T lit. <laughs> I'm. You know what? You're trying to mock me. I'm not gonna step. I'm not gonna step into it now. <laughs> yeah, why not? That's the best part. 
No, it, no, it, it did look lit actually. To be honest, and it's 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 prettiest. Or as I as I as the the the, the I am I sent to uh, Seth said I said that's you had the prettiest cast in like cinematic history, and it was fun as hell. And I wish it had done more because I I did. I thought it was great. I put on my call sheet. Are I there cameos in there? There's cameos by like some of the other the older ladies. David Hasselhoff. Um, there's a since no one's gonna see it, uh, might as well say the uh, CJ, the original CJ Pamela Anderson makes a cameo towards the end. So yeah, it was, it's good. Right, so yeah, yeah, but and you have like really good, interesting movies coming out, like like the Beguiled. Everyone loves Beguiled and one that can and all that sort of shit. Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman, but it's on four screens. So four screens. Right. I mean, it's not gonna do what you need to do. Same thing with the Big Sick, Kumail Nanjiani. You know, dude from Silicon Valley, funny as hell, like a dramedy type, you know, Aziz Ansari type play. Although that probably sounds a little bit racist because I just mm, compared to me. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's, it's comedy <laughs> drama. The comedian taking the comedian drama leap. Chris Rock, fine, whatever. He's not that, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> the big sick, I mean, what's <laughs> five screens, you know, it's not going to give you what you want. So it's a dumpster fire and platform this week. And it's kind of sucks because I think you're going to see a lot of people doing a similar construction of a headliner from Transformers and maybe, maybe not a headliner stack from Wonder Woman. They might sample Wonder Woman. They might sample cars, but you're going to have stars and scrubs this week and your scrubs are just going to be all over the map. So it's going to be a very unpredictable week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, cutting room floor is basically anything platform, especially every, everything, everything. It's got nothing left in the tank and Baywatch. It's over now. It is almost over now. Um, yeah. Any movies that are either coming out or out that you guys want to see? G nice. Um, yes. I want to see wonder woman. I last time we spoke was a while ago. I think it's still out though. I I still want to see Alien. You think Wonder Woman's still out? Yes, I spent the entire first. No, half I'm saying Alien. Oh, Alien! Yeah, go see that quick. It's on 200 screens now. It's about. It's not even our talent pool this week. So hurry I up. I know. Why do people hate it so much? That was, that surprised me. No, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It made. I don't know if it made its money back, but it's fine. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I want to see those two, and yeah. I guess I'll see the um. The mummy. No. Here's what I understand. Oh, I, I, by the way, I tweeted an article that said, that showed how they're going to lose $95 million on The Mummy. What's all told? The Mummy is million. weird to me. It is so – like whoever is producing this desperately wants the – how many remakes of this movie can they make? The they, Dark I mean, Universe. Because <laughs> they're, they're like, yo, we're going to do it this time. We're going to do a big. We're going to get Tom Cruise. I mean, if, it, if this doesn't work, I don't know what else you could do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure I'm showing everybody. Yeah, the the, the mummy is a huge flop that could cost Universal ninety five million, and they go into all of it. They do everything from like like uh, rental and and uh, I mean, they, they, look at they cover it all: rental, um, domestic pay, network TV, global home, everything. They're like, yep, it's still gonna lose ninety five million. But it's like it's gonna be like a lost leader. It's gonna be like Walmart or Amazon. Like when they when you like buy batteries on Amazon, when, or when you buy books on Amazon, they want you to buy like batteries and like like yeah. my Orbi and shit. It's well, like what, they what about it's a lost leader for the whole of uh, dark universe. Go ahead. What G-Nice. about this Ooh. concept makes people go? This is something I want to see. We have to make this movie. We've done it twice and it didn't do well. Let's do it one more time because it's so important. They have no superheroes, Ooh, no. so they figure they need to get in the universe-building world, and they're trying to do their own version. I, I don't want to tell you. It's, it's, I'm like, I don't get it. And the thing is, I've said this many times on this podcast, but Tom Cruise is really a gifted actor. He's very good. This, okay. I'm sure he's good in this, too. That's the thing. Anything, he's, he's fine. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fine. Three reels. It's, yeah, anything he applies himself to be like, I will say Jack Reacher, too, was strangely bad. 
No, it was bad. That's bad. But he's always trying, though. That's 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 Tom Cruise's trademark, right? He's always he he's he's an effortless, like a gifted actor, whatever. But he always looks like he's putting in the work. That's you. You never feel like you're cheated from his performance, physically at least. And he's dude's like fifty-five or something, and he's ripped, and he's always he runs super intense and hard, and he's always in every Tom Cruise movie. There's a run. Doesn't matter if it's important (laughs) or not. What is it? The the firm. He's running away from the telephone. (laughs) Because <laughs> it makes it look like it's super dramatic. You ever seen the firm, Kevin? The firm, yes. Yeah. Do you remember this he, scene? He runs out of the house they, super fast for no reason. He has to run in every movie. It doesn't matter what he's doing. He has it to. Does run. Not, strangely enough, it does not have to be a romantic comedy. <laughs> it does not. Um, so yeah. So our over under this week, everyone. Let's over under uh, is well. So we didn't. I guess we didn't get to our one last week because we had a snafu. But. Uh, we actually, the mummy. Speak of, yeah. Hey. Uh, anyways, our overrun this week's gonna be Transformers: The Last Night. Uh, we're seeing over. No, I didn't even say the number. You Doesn't think. matter. It's gonna be huge. It's, but it is, but it is. So here's some interesting stuff I ca- also kind of stumbled on while doing the the talent pool preview podcast earlier this uh, earlier today. Was that was that uh, Michael Bay Transformer style? Like, you know, if you go through Michael Bay's Transformer movies, he actually has an average of, uh, or he actually has an average opening. Because you know, the first Transformers was dope, the animated one, which I saw at like 11 years old in the theater, and it was rated PG because Optimus Prime said "damn" one time. I had to get a chaperone for him saying "damn" one time. Ridiculous. Rodimus Prime in that too? Yeah, it was all. Yeah, they're yeah, all yeah, in there. Yeah. It was great. Um, so he has, he actually has an average opening. So, so, so if you take out, you know, the animated one, he has an average opening of like 93 million uh, opening weekend. Yeah. It's, that's, that's crazy. Right. And it's usually also like 4th of July ish or late June or whatever. So that's their, that's their window. That's their lane. But all of these ones are saying it's, it's coming in for 63 million. And when you talk, and when I talk to the guys in the group chat, they're all like, I mean, like like ring balls, you know, the mm-hmm. the the beast of the east out there in, in Chicagoland. He, you know, he was like, yeah, there's only, you know, there's a special screening, but after that, you know, the actual paid attendance was fairly low. Like, so he thinks it's actually on track for a sixty million dollar open. So ring balls, I know you're listening. This is for you. We're gonna set the over under for Transformers last night at sixty million. Over under, G nice, sixty million. Over. All right, KG. Ooh. Given I'll this evidence, over. I'll go over, but it's going to be like sixty-one. It's, like it's not going to go far over. That's Fair a good line. Yeah, and and actually, it's and actually, it's also opening on Wednesday, which might or like tonight, essentially. True. So that, that might actually bite into it. I actually fell asleep. Well, it's not actually. I guess I I fall asleep in movies a lot of times when they're bored. Yep. But <laughs> shut up. Uh, yeah, true statement. <laughs> and stop thinking that, mom. I, I I can hear your thoughts already listening to this. Uh, yes, and um, but yeah. So I remember. So I re-recorded, re-recorded. Um, uh, the last Transformers movie because I checked out on that one super early because I'm like, where are you going with this new lead? I know Shia LaBeouf is crazy pants. He couldn't hire him again, and he went kind of nutso. But Mark Wahlberg is our lead, really. I like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg for a lot of Say things. Say his name three times fast. Mark Wahlberg. Mark, well, I, I can't. Damn it. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. That's not correct. <laughs> I'm like marbles in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I like him for a lot of things, but really, Transformers, we need this in our life. So, I mean, I'm going to do my duty. I'm going to watch the the, la- the the last one, and I'm going to watch last night in D-Box because I love setting money on fire. But um, hopefully this is the last one. I see six and seven being plotted. 
but they keep saying this is the last one. I don't know what the fuck this means. Six and seven. They're they're yeah, doing people are gonna go. They get more than sixty yes. million this weekend, and they're gonna make another one. They're gonna. It's gonna do crazy overseas as per usual, and they'll make yeah. more. There you go. It's, it's, gonna, it's, it's not even for it's, us anymore. It's for the Japan market. It's for China. It's for, it's for China. It's for it's competing with the Fast and Furious movies. They're just gonna keep going. They're gonna say who yeah. taps out first. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, so that's gonna be our, our over under for this week. And hell, let's bring us in for a landing, everybody. Cool. Uh, oh, oh hell no! No, hell <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Give it up for yourself. Uh, what's, thanks everybody. Good for... job, Greg Lice. Good job, Greg Lice. What? <laughs> wow. Like <laughs> dab it up for yourself. No, but uh, another great uh, tripod. All our new, li- new listeners, all our old listeners, thanks for staying with us, supporting us, the game and everything. You all know what to do. Get, get your friends to sign up for Cinema Draft. The more people who play, the more money we can give away. We are running games. Water this <laughs> this weekend, uh, Thursday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time is Theater Lock. That's where we make lock in the, the screen counts and release types for the game. Game starts 10 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure you get your call sheets in by then, or you can't win the money. And we have double the prize pool. You have more chance to win money than ever. $470 prize pool with $50 bonus to the top scoring call sheet, which is not my own. If I win the call sheet of the week, then we roll that bitch into the next week. So come on, put in you know multiple call sheets, enter each contest you can. Let's fill these suckers up. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, what do you guys you know? Plug your ish, guys. What, what are you guys promoting these days? I'm plugging. Uh, there's a, a new web series coming out called Milk and Honey, featuring uh, what? Uh, Lance Gross, Debbie Allen. Boris Kojo, along with Asha Kamali May, a good friend of mine. I wrote these episodes that are coming out on What? Okay, all right. Coming out on uh, Issa Rae's channel, uh, YouTube channel, on June 1st. Wow. So check that out. And then October 11th, get ready, because it will be Dynasty, the reboot, CW. Yeah. Man, are we gonna lose our, our WBW? Will we like not have any more tripods? I mean, I'm, I'm working now, so I'm, I'm still hanging in there. You're in the writer's room already? We're going, man. We're, we're wow. thinking up some crazy, soapy, fun stuff for America. Ah, I love so, it. Uh, when do you guys start like production? Uh, I think the nineteenth of July, maybe. Oh wow! So are you gonna have, are you gonna have like all your scripts banked by then, or what do you? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you, you're working already. It's like freaking. It's barely June or but halfway through. Three, we're like three weeks in, so we'll probably have like four. Four done by then, maybe. Okay. Well, real quick, because the people want to know, i.e., me being the people. So, how much? <laughs> no, for real. Like, so I mean, so I assume by the time the actual first episode airs, you're probably about like I don't know, seven, ten scripts deep or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. What's what? I mean, your and what's your order? Is your order like thirteen and wait for the back nine? Is that how you're doing it? That's that's the official order. You know, uh, twelve plus the pilot. And then we'll we'll see about a back nine. Knock on wood and all that is. But uh, so so exciting. how much? So, so how much do you guys like, you know, respond to like, so if you're, t- I mean, obviously if you're 10 scripts deep or whatever, you, it's kind of set, but how much do you take into account? Do you, or do you think these producers will take into account the audience reaction to like the first couple that get released and aired? Like how much do you think they'll start like changing some stuff up uh, we'll in, your, in your experience with these type of shows? Well, I think, you know, this is my first show I've been on that, that has been so high profile and so much anticipation for. So I think, mm-hmm. We'll we'll definitely be paying attention to all the Twitter stuff, but we're already anticipating different things and sort of, uh, you know, there's going to be those 
tweetable sort of water cooler moments um, okay. built, baked into the show. So there's going to be plenty of like, oh shit moments. And is there, is there, is there, a, is there a, a girl on girl pool fight? That's all I want to know. Is there a Listen, repeat I'm, of the pool fight? I'll pitch that tomorrow. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even yeah. original. That's like, that's like old school. That's yeah. like no, Linda Collins. There will be one now. Well, there's, there, I mean, I, I, I won't say anything, but we're definitely going to do homages to all the old Excellent. stuff. So are you watching uh, a bunch of stuff or have you? I, we're, we're, there's, there's one particular person on staff who knows the OG version, like chapter and verse. And, you know, a lot of us, there are a few of us who watched some as, as kids and a lot of us are rewatching some of this stuff and it's super eighties and there's going to be homages to that stuff. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's, just, it's an updated version of the universe. So a lot of the characters will have similar names or, or there's a spin oh, on an old gotcha. character, that kind That's of thing. Fun. So, that yeah, is fun. Yeah. And, and, and last question, how, how's your writer's room? Go ahead and feel free to trash anyone here. No one watches the show. <laughs> yeah, I would not do that if I were you. <laughs> room is great. I, honestly, the room is great. A lot of smart people. And the crazy thing about it, the, the showrunner, like you guys have been in rooms before. Generally a long table. I actually have G-Nice has. Well, <laughs> generally long, long table, blah, blah. We actually have a round table. So it's very Ooh. sort of egalitarian. Arthurian. You guys are like you. you spend in the last five minutes of each day, you can like knight each other. We do not, and we need a lazy. Or say lazy one thing speech. nice about your neighbor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, I really love that line where you called her a skankor bitch. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, shit. All right. So, what about you, G Nice? Anything to plug? No. Okay. And oh, I have something to plug now I think about it. Uh, I will, uh, I totally forgot. We are official now. We are on WeFunder. What is WeFunder? That is uh, the equity, the Kickstarter for companies, equity crowdfunding. You can now own a piece of the Cinema Draft game for as little as $100. You see someone's put it in our digital chip tip jar to get it started, and we'll be aggressively marketing uh, this WeFunder to anyone who wants to get a piece of the company. As we grow, so will you. You are betting that this company will be worth $5.5 million or more, uh, and you get great investor perks uh, at various levels, starting at $250 of the walk-on with a $25 movietickets.com card, going all the way up to $50,000 where we get, like, you know, really special stuff so to find out go to wefunder.com slash cinema draft it's super easy to invest just click the invest button and they make it super duper easy to to find out the rewards and to submit all your banking information and to complete your investment all right everybody thanks for listening to the cinema draft podcast subscribe like rate comment Push that sucker up. Follow us on all of our social media. And, and once again, big thanks to my guests, Kevin Garnett, G-Nice over there in L.A., everyone's favorite podcast guests. And you know what to do between now and the next podcast. Go, go see a movie or something. Go see a movie or something.